Hey, do me a huge favor before you start this episode and please rate and review this show. By doing this simple task, it helps me rank higher on the podcast charts and helps me reach more entrepreneurs who are looking for free content like this. It will take you less than 30 seconds of your time. Thank you in advance, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Damon Burton is having tremendous success with his company, SEO National. In this episode, we dig into his family, his exit strategy, work-life balance, and how his kids see their family dynamics in relations to other. This is part four of the five-part interview with Damon Burton. What's your favorite thing about your job right now? 30 seconds or less. Uh, two things come to mind. One is uh, the, the thing that I like the most is the, the relationships, the engagement, even doing things like this, like podcast, face-to-face relationships. Like relationships is the whole thing for me. We talked about the value of it in social media, but even in person, I like it. So as my team takes over the fulfillment, I mean, they do 99% of fulfillment these days anyways, but the 1% that I do is, is relationship management. So I enjoy that. The other thing that comes to mind is um, a lot of people will ask why I've had such longevity in a singular industry. Um, and I, and I've kind of narrowed it down to two things. One is that it's consistent enough that I know what I'm walking into day to day and I can confidently come in and, 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 and fulfill on it. And then the other thing is it's changing frequently enough that it keeps it new and sexy and attractive. Mm, that's beautiful. Um, do you have an exit strategy or or is this? Uh, I'm gonna. I still love it. it. It 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 satisfies my soul or spirit. So let's just keep yeah, going. Or... A little bit of both. So I I um I intentionally did not quantify the dollar amount I would need to have a satisfactory exit because I didn't want to take the lazy way out because I was afraid if I saw the number and I hit it, then I would just sell. So for for a long time, I didn't quantify. It. I only quantified it about a year or two ago. And um, what was funny is he was, it was about two years ago. And what was funny is after I quantified it, I exceeded it in nine months. And, and so since then we've outpaced it significantly more too. And so I could exit at any time, but um, I don't currently have an interest, but I think what, I think what we're going to do and my CEO and I have talked about this um, to incentivize him and th- things like that too is okay. Well, why don't, he continued to take over more of the agency operations. And then I can double down on the areas that I like that we've talked about, the relationships and then the funnel world. And like I said, I got the stack of books over here of things I haven't implemented. Yeah. So as soon as he, we're almost there, you know, by the end of 2022, he'll probably have the, the entirety of the agency under his wing. And then I can go focus on all the things we've talked about where it's value first, which establishes relationships which will also drive more revenue for me directly, which will also build the credibility, which will also drive leads to the agency too. So it just seems like a, a perfect combination where um, I don't have to exit. I don't have, um, I don't have a, a necessity to, I don't, and on the opposite side, I have an interest in continuing to help people, but the type of people I can help are often opposite of the ideal clients for the agency. But now I can solve both worlds because then I can come to the, the, newer novice audiences at scale, which novices are not the ideal buyer for the agency, but I want to help them. So now I can spend my personal time over there and help the masses while it kind of filters itself out and the credibility drives the qualified leads to the agency. Love the vision. It's inspiring too. Um, That's cool. Um, 
family, I want to make sure we would touch on family. I'd be remiss if we didn't, because I think, uh, you know, you've got a lovely wife, lovely family, couple of kids. Is it two kids or three, three kids, three, yeah. three kids in their ages as we record this? Uh, two boys, eight and 11, and my daughter's five. Fantastic. And uh, uh, 30 seconds, like what's uh, what's your favorite thing about about family or riff? Give me a riff on family. Mm. Um, so I. I'm the oldest of seven. And so I saw very quickly, you know, how, how fast time goes. And so seeing my siblings grow up, I was able to quantify it. We all know, all all of us parents know that time goes by fast, but I was able to see it as an older sibling before I became a parent. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've been really vested in, uh, I've been really fortunate in, in spending time with my kids. And, um, when I started the company, I even remember telling myself, you know, grind it out now so I don't have to later. And I certainly have my days and weeks and it goes in waves where you work more than you should or get up early. But um, but the, the freedom of time uh, is, is probably the, the thing that I'm proud of most. Um, you know, once you get your financial basic needs met, then your your priorities change. And so having that established to then be able to give me the freedom of time um, is something I really value. So I've never missed any of my kids' soccer games, basketball games. We had the inner circle thing last week and I left a day early so I could go watch my daughter's dance recital. What was interesting when we were up there is Sean Whalen, um, the guy that built lions, not sheep. You either love him or hate him. And he came in and whether you love him or hate him, he's, he's a really compelling guy and has a lot of valuable insights in certain contexts. And the main thing that he talked about was fascinating. And it was, it was what the hell are you doing with your lives? People like, let's not talk about money. Like all of you in the room have accomplished some sort of level of success. Are you at your kids' soccer games? Are you at this? Are you at that? And all the things he checked off were all the things that I've proactively focused on over the years. And it was really, for me, it was really special to have that, that validation. Even now, as we talk, you know, I squeezed in this time very strategically because yesterday um, I flew my wife out to Tony Robbins. She's in Florida for four days because now I can help her go through and go through process her traumas and figure out who she wants to be in life and who she is outside of a mom and a wife. And so I just made a post, it was either yesterday or this morning, I can't remember. Um, and it was about, you know, one of the things in family that I'm most proud about is um, A, having, be, being able to create an environment where I can provide for them and open doors. And then B, um, fostering a family that is confident or willing enough to be vulnerable to walk through those doors. So it's, um, it basically boils down to lifestyle by design. That's amazing. I love the way you uh, describe that, uh, creating the doors and the confidence to walk through. That's beautiful. Um, I th- think I saw one of your posts recently. Uh, uh, your your wife had a checklist or a to-do list. Uh, yeah, that's the one. She jumped yeah. on the plane. Yeah, yeah. And your son or daughter, son, or yeah. one of your, yeah, went in and put confidence, confidence, confidence. That she, was a- she wrote um, her packing list and it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. She hadn't filled it in yet. And my son came in and wrote confidence, 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 because it's actually really cool because um, my my oldest, he's only 11, but he's old enough to start seeing the dynamics of our family. And he's old enough, uh, you know, it's been a really powerful thing to support my wife to be more vulnerable and transparent um, with herself. 
you know, and just be honest with herself about who she wants to become. And when she was talking about going to, to Tony Robbins, she was talking about how she's excited, but she's scared. She's scared because she knows she's going to have to process things. And she's nervous to travel by herself because by her own words, she's codependent on me. And so it's like a big, scary thing for her to, I mean, she's with her sister, but you know, it's a big, scary thing for her to travel without me planning. I planned all the rides and everything. And I wrote up an agenda and I'm like, just follow this guide. But, but she has to do it. She has to execute it. It's no longer her just following me. And so it's been really cool um, seeing her grow. But then it's, as she was talking about that, I remember we were driving the kids to school or we were in the car somewhere. And then um, she kind of started talking about it and you could tell she was getting a little emotional. And then my 11 year old chimes in and is supportive and, and it's cool for them to see the dynamics of things. And, and even, um, even being able to see him uh, comprehend the differences between our family dynamics and other families. Just yesterday, perfect example, just yesterday, I was driving home and I was picking the kids up from school. And that's another thing I block off school time there and back. So you can't get on my schedule uh, between 8am and 9am. It's not an option on my, on my schedule between 3pm and 4pm. It's not an option on my schedule because if I want to go pick the kids up, drop them off, then I can do that. Or if I can go with my wife. So yesterday, um, because because my wife's gone now, it's like full-time dad mode times two for the next four days. And so I went and picked the kids up and I gave um, one of, uh, we picked up a couple of my, my son's friends on the way home and gave them a ride too. And my son was complaining. He's like, well, my teacher wants us to read for 30 minutes, but here's what's stupid. She wants you to sit there with me. And every 10 minutes, I need to take a break and ask you what you learned in the next 10 minutes. I'm like, that is pretty stupid because your teacher shouldn't be giving your dad homework. And and I and he goes, well, what am I supposed to do? And I said, <laughs> read your 30 minutes. I trust you. And his friend said, wow, I wish my parents would say that. I wish my parents would trust me. And so there's like starting to be these moments where where his friends will communicate it. But what's even more powerful to me is seeing my son recognize the differences between our family dynamics and others mm -hmm. and where he's starting to see the level of support that he has within his own family. Um, so it's like all these long-term um, investments and seeds planted in my kids from when they were you know, newborns to now are coming to fruition. And it's been really rewarding. That's beautiful. Yeah, oh, that's Great stories. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Table Rush Talk Show. For resources to help you sell your stuff, go to B-E-L-O-V-E dot media forward slash resources. That's B-Love dot media forward slash resources. And be sure to subscribe, comment, five star and share. Thank you again for listening.